Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash in general. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Welcome to episode number 60 of the In General Podcast. I am your host today once again, Assis, and uh, we're joined by someone very special today, Chris, back <laughs> hey. from his escapade in, uh, in the Bigfoot hunting or whatever. Yeah, yeah Bigfoot hunting, yeah. That, that, that was supposed to be a secret, you know. I, I, I found I found Bigfoot. That was for later. You, you spoiled uh, it right, I, off I the jumped, bat, I, I, right off the bat. I did not bury the lead. I uh, jumped right into it. Uh, we'll talk about Bigfoot some more, don't you worry, but to join us on this special episode of Bigfoot Talk, episode number one, is our friend Alpha. Alpha, how are you doing, man? I'm very well, thank you very much. Thank you for asking. Very it's, good, uh, good. it's a pleasure to be here, if I'm honest, and I'm a little bit nervous, but hopefully hopefully, I'm not too disappointing. No, don't no, worry, don't, man, don't worry about it. We, uh, we have a very kind of casual approach to podcasts. You know, We try to let the conversation roll itself, so it, it, it's nothing you need to worry about. Hopefully not. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Hey, tell us a little bit about yourself and where people can find you online. Right. So my, I've I've been a massive fan of Jurassic Park since I was like spent of my. It's my favorite film, and I was a massive fan of it since I, since I've been a child. Um, and then like sort of as I started growing up, it sort of faded out of my life a bit. It didn't really matter as much when you're going to school and mm-hmm. you've got all these things, and then you you grow up and you be a teenager and you sort of forget about all that silly stuff, and then. I remember when Jurassic World was coming out and I found you guys and it was amazing because suddenly me, how everyone knew me as the Jurassic Park nerd and all of a sudden I was like in comparison to you guys, not a nerd at all. And it was amazing to find someone that was so wow. sort of, <laughs> it was amazing to find someone that was so enthusiastic about it because nobody I know really cares about it as a franchise or as a film as much as I do. So to, to find you guys and then you obviously turn into Jurassic Outpost and you're like the place to find Jurassic Info and now I'm on a podcast with you guys, it's kind of, it's kind of amazing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, you know, honestly, it's kind of funny. It's, I sort of fell into, I don't even remember how I started writing for this website and doing all of this. It was, Assis kind of found me and. Um, to be fair, Chris, like, and it just kind of happened. It was yeah, something you're that like I didn't plan. hundred years older than us, man. Oh, I used yeah. to watch you as a kid. Oh yeah, yeah. You, you, I used to, I used to what as a kid? I used to watch you. You put those stupid, uh, the flattened snake video up from uh, that. Oh, dude, JPK I was, <laughs> I was a kid when I was doing those. Jeez, that's, you were that, a kid. You yeah, like a, like a grown, grown man. I wasn't that's even. I've, I've I wasn't known you forever, even dude. in the videos. My hands were. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, you know, one thing you guys might not know about Alpha, this is very important to me as a personal on a personal level. He is a notorious Jurassic Park three hater. Ooh, okay. So right off the bat, we can't be friends, but we'll talk yeah, about that later. Straight away. I mean, hate is a strong word, but sure. Well, you're, you're <laughs> right in the same boat with me. Then I mean, I I I, I do not enjoy Jurassic Park three, but you know what? We've had this conversation many many times. Um, well, we're having we... it again, Chris, and there's nothing you can do. <laughs> How about <laughs> how about that recent news, Assis? Yes, you know something we all don't hate: uh, chicken nuggets. Hopefully, especially chicken nuggets that have a T Rex, Triceratops, and an exploding volcano. Chris, do you want to tell us about this brand new uh, merchandising stuff you found yesterday? Uh, okay, so yesterday, it's funny. I actually have been taking a backseat approach. Um, over the past few weeks to uh, Jurassic Outpost. I've just been kind of taking it easy and focusing on some other things. But uh, yesterday I was at a cookout, and I, I recently hurt my ribs, so I decided not to swim yesterday just because I was in pain. Um, so I was on my phone. Uh, I was talking to some people, and I just decided, hey, I'm going to start you know, searching hashtags on Instagram because I haven't really done that in a while. So I was searching uh, the Universal Pictures hashtag, and I just kind of went deep and... Uh, Suddenly, I see a post that catches my eye from a um, like a uh, merchandising firm who do like product art, and uh, there are these images, and I go, "Well, that's Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom," <laughs> um, and so it's products, both food products and like soap and sunscreen products, and it's featuring the key art that you're going to be seeing on a lot of the merchandising materials for Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom. And um, I immediately noticed there's the volcano. Like, that's our first look at the volcano. And 
there's the Tyrannosaurus Rex, and there's you know Blue. Uh, so Blue. It, was a, it was a pretty big it was a pretty big post there that was just kind of sitting there for the past like five or six days unseen. Uh, so I immediately messaged the chat our our um, Jurassic Outpost chat, and I'm like, guys, can somebody write this article? And, and surprisingly, I did. And for once. Did. But uh, no, I mean, there's really a lot of information to absorb um, from these two images. And it's cool because it is our first look at, like, um, merchandising for Fallen Kingdom. And it's our first look at some of the dinosaurs. It's a really weird way to see some of this stuff. But um, it's our first look. Uh, do you want to... You know what? I like how Blue looks so freaking cool in this. She looks like she's lost some weight. She's been working out, clearly. You can see, right? <laughs> is that just me or is that just like a... I... You know, there were some scenes in Fallen Kingdom where Blue looked fine and normal, like a regular Velociraptor oh, to me. Chris has already seen oh, Fallen oops, Kingdom. Oh, it's not Fallen Kingdom. <laughs> Jurassic World. There are a few scenes in <laughs> Jurassic World where Blue looked fine to me. And then there are a few scenes where she just looked really weird. Like her neck looked like too short. Like a fat turkey. Yeah, her neck looked too short. Her body just didn't look like a Velociraptor. Yeah, uh, the model did look at change sometimes for me. It was yeah. weird. Yeah. Um, you know, I was recently having a conversation with somebody who... Uh, who works in CG, and they mentioned sometimes they have to render the uh, CG now in a different lens than what they captured the plate on, because otherwise, if, like, you know, they captured it on, like, a 50-millimeter lens or a 100-millimeter, they need to switch it up because it might actually make the dinosaur look cartoonish depending on how it's posed. It might make the head look too big and the body too small, so they have to kind of switch it up to make it look consistent to our eyes. And I'm almost wondering if that was maybe one of the issues that we had happening in uh, Jurassic World where sometimes they just looked funky. I, I yeah. had the issue with the Velociraptors, and I had the issue with the T-Rex. Yeah, it's, the CGI in Worlds uh, not perfect, and I'm not sure if that's like for budgetary reasons or stuff. I, I have I have a big issue with the color correction, which I yeah, think tell me about doesn't it. <laughs> help at all. The horrible sort of Michael Bay, teal and orange skin tones, it's just, it's just awful. Yeah, it didn't feel natural. It didn't come in at like the right time. Sometimes the color correction looked fine, um, and sometimes color correction can really be used to set a mood but uh it just kind of felt like a filter was applied over the entire yeah, movie. i just like, kind of i like... just got like just transformers vibes from it i'm like I, this, i'm watching a jurassic park film not a you know michael bay action movie and i'm like it didn't sit well with me it yeah you never you never felt like the warmth and the humidity humidity and like the atmosphere of the island no it because... made it feel more generic yeah, just the whole visual look in the movie. It wasn't horrible or anything like that, but it certainly didn't have that feel that uh, both Jurassic Park and uh, The Lost World had to me, which was just it had a very vivid texture. You really kind of felt like you're there on an adventure in yeah. this uh, Isla Sorna and Isla Nublar. Speaking which, of adventure, we see some very adventurous things on these. Uh, yeah, don't you? Wouldn't you say? Specifically, the uh, broken gyrosphere. Uh, I remember uh, we we got some set pics a while back of. Uh, I think from Hawaii, right? There was a broken yeah. down uh, gyrosphere, there one or two of them. There were a few of them. Yeah, they yeah. were like kind of strewn across like the landscape, just broken gyros. So Truly a, a fallen kingdom, if you will. That made no <laughs> sense. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's, it's decaying. It's a fallen kingdom. You know, uh, you... Yeah, yeah, exactly. But no, Don't worry about it. <laughs> it is kind of cool to see that that's going to be part of the uh, artwork. And, what you know, one thing, as an aside, that I'm pretty happy about is... It's not Chris Pratt's Owen all over the merchandise. It's the island of Isla Nublar in various states um, and the dinosaurs. So you have these. But has of... has humans has a human uh, the element human element ever been a part of the uh, packaging though for any Jurassic Park movie? You know, I don't, I don't the recall. dinosaurs that sell it. Ideally, yeah, yeah. the reason people go. I don't exactly. think so, but I, I was just worried, I guess, sure. because Chris Pratt's like you know a big breakout star. Everyone's obsessed with him right now. And, uh, you know, the main Jurassic World poster had him riding on his motorcycle. You had... Um, oh, he was on the DVD yeah, cover, just yeah, his face, too, on the, the side. Cover. Yeah, how his face is on the side. It was just kind of... It was so weird. Mm, such a I, weird... They might have more choice. confidence... They might have more confidence in this film doing well. So they oh, might totally, not yeah. feel the need to plaster his face all over it, which... Because, well, was maybe kind of a risk, because the franchise hadn't had a film in, like, what, 15 years more than yeah, that at that point like that. so maybe they were a little bit self-conscious and were like well maybe it might not do so well so let's just plaster chris pratt's face on everything and people will go and see it because he's a, he's the new harrison ford or whatever they were calling him <laughs> yeah. so that might be why and now that they feel like they've got a bit more brand security almost they can focus more on the dinosaurs i feel like when his costume and his a couple of trailers have been out there will be more of him at some point but yeah that I also just... might be why yeah, no, I mean, I definitely, I definitely get that, but it is good. 
because everything I've seen from um, everything I've kind of seen from the merchandising end of Fallen Kingdom, both here and otherwise, um, it's definitely put a focus on the dinosaurs. And what's cool is there seems to be sort of two different styles going on. Um, there yeah. seems to be like the day, um, so it's like before the eruption. So you have like what looks like you know the sort of just beautiful green uh, valley from Jurassic World you know, the foliage, the blue sky, it does look like there's maybe a little bit of, like, hazy gray smoke kind of hinting at what's to come in the, on the horizon. Mm-hmm. And then there's, I, I guess, what we can call either, like, the, the night the night theme or the eruption Sunset. theme. Yeah, yeah, where it's sort of the classic Jurassic Park colors, but instead of it being a sunset, it's because the uh, sky has turned red and orange from an erupting volcano and everything is dark because the smoke is blotting out the sky. So you see the jungle on those ones, but the jungle is black now. You know, it doesn't have those bright greens. It's this black with this orange and red. And it's uh, very reminiscent of the classic Jurassic Park um, marketing, but it's a very different reason. You know, before it was meant to be inviting, you know, the sun setting. Uh, it was very beautiful. Almost calming, yeah. Yeah, and this time it's, well... I kind of, of it's kind of the ultimate sunset for Isla Nublar, probably. Oh, that's deep, dude. That was deep. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a few things to capture on, uh, to catch on these. Uh, one of the things that I really dig is these are actual ILM re- movie renders. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was the big thing for me. That's the first thing I noticed. Like the blue looks fantastic. The T Rex looks fantastic. It looks better than the Jurassic World T Rex. Yeah, exactly. It was not. It's not like some shitty drawing. It's like a legit like. It looks cool. It's like a cool looking T Rex. I like it. Yeah, I mean that. And probably, the trikes. That probably is her. Those are probably all of their original Jurassic World models. Maybe with some minor modifications, but sure. um, these have existed in the style guide for a few months now. So these aren't like they didn't just get cooked. They got. They were made while Jurassic World was filming. Probably before then, even. Um, How come they didn't use these? Then these look so good. Well, I'm Maybe sorry. I'm in Fallen Kingdom. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm messing up all my movie titles but i meant like these have existed while fallen kingdom was filming oh so there's a good chance that they're probably original jurassic world assets and any tweaks that the models receive are not yet reflected Mm -hmm. um however it is very possible that these are their fallen kingdom uh final counterparts as well but which is exciting because we have a baby and adult triceratops yeah exactly so I wish that we could get a better look at the Triceratops. Um, oh, yeah. Because there's, there's a box, the uh, the <laughs> Kellogg's box. It has the trike and the uh, baby trike. I want to see that box, man. Yeah, which I want to eat that. I want to eat that so bad right now. I'm <laughs> hungry. But what I can say is uh, the baby Triceratops on display, that is the... Um, Jurassic does, World one? Yeah, that does seem to be the design yeah. from Jurassic World. Um, it's obviously a new movie render, which is nice. And I really do like the pose of the Triceratops, the adult Triceratops as well. Oh, yeah. There's um also um that triceratops it it reflects the Jurassic World design so I think right roughly or pretty much it's, from the first glance right as far as I can tell yeah that is the Jurassic World design so it's good they're not going with some like crazy you know the Lost World to Jurassic Park three massive change to the dinosaur designs which makes me feel a little bit more at ease because one of the big concerns I had from uh, Jurassic World to Jurassic World two was the dinosaur change the, the designs would change like you know with the uh, Switching over of the practical effect companies and whatever. Yeah, so, I don't. I, it was unwarranted, but still, I, I, I feel safer now. I don't suspect that we'll see any. I'm sure the models have been tweaked. I'm sure the textures have been tweaked, but I'm mm-hmm. thinking it will be minor. So like, you're not going to be like, wait, why does it like? Is it a different subspecies? I don't think we're going to have those questions like yeah, we've had in the good. past. Um, I bet you that the whatever the new dinosaurs are. I mean, we we know a few of them because of um. Uh, some of the uh, set uh, images from those like, yeah. kind of foam cardboard, not cardboard, those foam dinosaurs they had as uh, kind of placeholder props. Yep. I think we know, what, one, at least one new dinosaur, which, I mean... I'm going to let you say it if you want to say it, because I don't want to say it. Do you, do you not know how to pronounce it? <laughs> uh, partly that. <laughs> now I'm questioning, it's the Sticky Moloch. But now I'm sort of... Stiggly Moloch. But I'm sort of wondering if I know how to pronounce it, because honestly... This is despite I used to volunteer in a museum and intern at a museum mm-hmm. uh, with paleontology, but uh, it, it, honestly, there are just a ton of dinosaurs I do not know how to pronounce Alpha. their name. I I'm want just... you to give a shot at that. How, how would you say the Stigliomolochosaurus? Oh God, I, I need the, the name in front of me if I'm honest. I, I think it's Stigliomolochosaurus. 
Unless it's Stigy Moloch, but I think it'll be Stigy Moloch. I want to hear Alpha say it. He has oh, a, he's a British accent, so it's going to sound right no matter what. Oh, God. Well, I need the I need the word. I need the oh, word. Up, dude. How do you have spell it? Where is it? Is it S-T-Y-G-I-M-O-L-O-C-H, I think. Oh, God. If you got that right, I'm going to be very impressed. I think there was a Y in it. Yeah, I th okay, yeah. Is it meant to look like sort of a Pachysaur kind of... Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a Pachysaur. Yeah, like a Dracorax almost, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, God. It's the Grimlock? I don't know, it's a Grimlock. <laughs> it's weird, <laughs> it's, it's weird. I, that's weird. Like a badass medieval dragon, I love it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm used to pronouncing dinosaur names, but, like... There's when, so when many of them. you're not told exactly how... I, I'm, I'm afraid to pronounce that properly. Well, a lot of them, <laughs> a lot of them you tend to only read anyhow. And then it's yeah. when you go to go to say it out loud, you realize like, ah, oh, shoot, I've never heard this dinosaur name out loud. Like, no, I'm probably going to butcher it. The but... ones that get me are the Chinese dinosaurs. They're oh yeah, the ones that are really confusing. Like, uh, what was that one? Like the Yi Kui or Yi Qi, um, which is the oh, one man. with the. Uh, it had like the bat-like wings. Do you know which one I'm talking about? It had like the buck teeth and the bat like wings. Like it had membranes oh, for wings. I know I know I know what you're talking about. I don't know what his name was. Um but anyhow, um <laughs> that that's an aside. The reason why I brought up that dinosaur is I could see that ending up on merchandising. Um yeah, it looks like a badass dinosaur. It's a very cool, um it's sort of like a unique if Pachycephalosaurus is like the kind of standard version in that family for the franchise, this is its right. more exotic cousin. Um, the one question that I really have, though, when it comes to new dinosaurs and, uh, Fallen Kingdom, is, uh, where did they, like, have they been on the island this entire time? Because, uh, Jurassic World implied there are only 15 species on the island, or officially, at least only 15 species. Do we know if this movie's gonna go to Isosorna by any chance? I don't think it's going to. No! I don't think it's going to. In that case, I have literally no idea why they have a Stiglia Molochosaur. I think Sticky Moloch. Um, I <laughs> I think that they might just say, "Oh, those were the fifteen primary species," but they had numerous other species on display in the island. Um, okay, sure. I think that might be the route that they go. I'm I'm just I am very curious. Like I I don't mind. I'm happy to see new dinosaur species, but I also wonder: Are we going to see a Pachycephalosaurus and a Sticky Moloch, or are we only going to focus on the new? Uh, the new Pachycephalosaur cousin. Like, I'm curious about some of those things, like how they're gonna depict them. I mean, that's like saying, are you gonna see a Triceratops and the Triceratops cousin with the longer horns? Oh, you're saying like something like a Styracosaurus or something? That's the one. That's I, the one. Like, mm. it's the same type of dinosaur, right? Like, if you're gonna put... Well, like, keep, it, keep it wide. Keep it wide. I want a wide range, not like a... Uh, I, don't want, I don't want too much same-same, you know? Yeah, it's I mean, funny how you guys mentioned that there's only 15 species supposedly in Jurassic World, but on the holo display, there's a picture of the holo display thing in the Innovation Center, yeah, it was and the like prop has more than 15 species on it. See, now here's the thing though, I never necessarily took that as the species on display in the island, but rather, since that was like a learning center, I just kind of took it as like, okay, so yeah. you go to your local museum, they, um, they have... 11 different fossils on display but their interactive machines that they have like the different touchscreen things have even more dinosaurs that are on display so you can learn even more about the dinosaur family trees i kind of yeah. took it as that but see that's the thing though doesn't gray at the beginning of jurassic world doesn't he say how many carnivores and how many herbivores are on the island yes he, he does and i'm pretty sure it's stacked up to 15 um, and then it's a bit more if you count Velociraptor and Indominus because they, they weren't part of the official list at that time. You know, I, you know the what? general public's not going to care, though. You know what? Yeah, no, I know, I'm just curious as a fan. Like, I'm not, oh, absolutely, I'm not yeah. caught up on it. I'm not going to be like, oh, this movie sucks because they didn't explain where the new dinosaurs came from. Like, honestly, give me more new dinosaurs. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's annoying. It's like Star Wars. It's, you know, they... Have, they come up with new ships and stuff, but then there always has to be an explanation for them. Oh, why did we never see them before? Yeah, we're, like, we're, did you see, we're, like, like does it matter? Does it matter? Snoke's yeah. ship is, like, what, like, 38 miles long or something ridiculous? Yeah, that's ridiculous, like that. but that's <laughs> <laughs> I meant more as in, like, um, the U-Wings in Rogue One. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. we never see them four, in six. the original trilogy after yeah. that, you know? But yeah, I, yeah. it's not a big thing. Yeah, I can The, 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 the explanation for that is that 
they were they were like an old ship and they were being decommissioned at the time so they don't really have many of them and they just disappear after that but <laughs> the thing what? is that they need to explain it or people get upset you know what and though it... here's my my head cannon now if they were not on oh, the island or, if they were not on the island before as an official attraction when the Indominus Rex paddock was meant to open up for the public the Indominus Rex wasn't the only new attraction it was the headlining feature dinosaur of a whole new wave of new dinosaurs Oh, I like that. So maybe that's like what was going on. Like maybe they had, you know, Stigmolek. The DLC. Yeah, maybe they had Stigmolek <laughs> out there in the restricted zone. If you pay five dollars um, now, you being raised and ready to introduce into like the herds, but they weren't introduced yet because it was going to be a big marketing push where, you know, they've got five new species of dinosaurs, including a brand new hybrid. <laughs> you know, um, I, I could that could make sense. You know, who knows what they had in the restricted zone? It's maybe it wasn't a public attraction yet. Maybe they were studying them to make sure that they were good to go out in the wild for people to see. I have a question yeah. for you boys. Since we're on the topic of dinosaurs, do you reckon, like, if they can rec- retcon this in any way, do you reckon there's any other wild animals, like a classic raptor in the uh, restricted section? Well, wasn't that meant to be something that was alluded to in one of the earlier posters, that the ra- there were raptors see, on the island still breathing? See, that's breeding? the thing. That's... That poster got me so hyped for that. And in the movie, nothing. See, yeah, that... well, because that's, that's the book, isn't it? That's in the book. Yeah, Yeah, wild Jurassic Park script, Jurassic Park Four script. There's wild like digging raptors or whatever that go underground. Which ironically, weren't they uh, in the uh, geothermal plains? Yeah, they were. So because that's where the Stegosauruses were eating the 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 stones. Um, So now here's the thing about that Mark Englert poster is we all took it as a hint of like wild raptors on the island, but he's since talked about it and he said no, that poster was meant to be kind of like a prequel to Jurassic World. That was supposed to be when they were cleaning up Nublar and building the new park. So, yes, there were wild raptors, but then Engine came in and cleaned up the entire island and controlled the entire island, like, dinosaur yeah. population. Even though all the raptors died at the end of Jurassic yeah. Park, didn't they? Well, I guess... Well, no, because there was... Lived, didn't they? The well, there was three, there was, it was the three, and then... Well, remember, there were the footprints, though. Yeah. Um, the nest yeah, true, that Grant true, found. The nest. So yeah, there no, were, you're right, you're right. There were wild raptors on the island. Uh, yeah, see, I don't know, because I find it hard to believe that like Jurassic World operated as an open park for 10 years, and yet they never realized there were wild raptor populations on the island. Yeah. What if, like, we know they're, they're going into some sort of tunnel system in this movie, right? Mm-hmm. Based off the set picks. Maybe, you know, tunnel systems are dark. Maybe there's some hiding, like, like maybe they're, they're like mice or like rats, right? They have like some dark corner in the tunnel system somewhere. Got some dirty wild raptors hiding. We're going to attack our guys in this movie, right? That's what I'm hoping for right now. I mean, I could take it. That's something that I would probably want to at least have a little bit of an ex- explanation. It could be in the, like, in secluded section of the park that they never went to or whatever. Like, like at the we'll very... have, like, a Nymeria sort of situation where Blue's oh, sort of like Game of had her own pack of oh, that'd be so velociraptors. Uh, I would love to see Blue kind of being the alpha of a pack. Or... Yes, at, or if there aren't other wild raptors in the movie, and assuming, I mean, the whole con, you know, the volcano's erupting, and we're able to put two and two together because of the domains, you know, they're going to rescue the dinosaurs wherever they bring them. It would be very interesting if they get blue and they introduce her to like wild raptors. I would be, I would love to see the way that dynamic played out. Yeah, I when they when I first found out that uh, we were going back to to Nublar, I'm just my head is. You know, it's so many questions. This is like, why? How is Blue going to be featured? How is the Rex going to be incorporating that somehow? Without it feeling forced, without you know, it makes it makes sense. It makes and sense. I, this is like the most difficult job in the world. <laughs> how could you figure that out without making it feel forced at all? So I don't know what they're going to do with it. I guess, like, I can understand Owen's character. Okay, so my assumption here is, you know, with the domains that they purchased, like Isla Nublar Rescue Mission, um, all creatures have rights. Um, well, Dinosaur Protection Group. And then the picture that Frank Marshall tweeted that had the uh, hashtag, we can save them. My assumption is they know the volcano is going to erupt and they, you know, create a team of people to go out and rescue, you know, get the dinosaurs off the island before it's too late. Uh, I would assume relocate them. And I would assume they're going to relocate them. This is, um, I, I, I think... This is going to be a little bit of a sidetrack, but with uh, Jurassic World Evolution, including the Islands of the Five Deaths, my assumption is they're probably going to... Because that's such an obscure thing to bring up in that game. 
Yeah. Um, so my assumption is the movie might say, oh, we're going to re- relocate them to the five deaths because we already own them and they're already remote. And well, Isla Sorna. Sorna. Yeah, or yeah. Sorna. And Isla Sorna's already over yep. there. So that's my, my assumption. Issue right now, though, boys. We, I, I, I guess spoiler alert, but not really, but kind of, potentially. Um, IMDB has the, a, a thing, a guy listed as a uh, dinosaur buyer or like an auctioner or whatever, right? So <laughs> we know probably, that they don't go to the islands. I, I don't know. I mean, do you really, everything you buy, do you buy what's in front of you or do you buy things from a distance? Yeah, oh, but, you, you clever, yeah. clever boy. Um, I don't know. But this it, could be, it could be a Lost World situation again. Um, that's my that's my concern. I'm yeah, concerned. Now. I mean, I don't want dinosaurs on the mainland. I really do not. I I mean, I don't want dinosaurs in the city or dinosaurs in population centers. I can handle dinosaurs on a mainland remote location. There are a lot of really remote locations in this world. Like Lockwood, this it's gonna be like Lockwood Manor or something. You're gonna be here like like there's gonna be action there or something. Yeah, hear something but that, that doesn't really. I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't have a dinosaur though. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I mean. Considering he was John Hammond's partner, I wouldn't be surprised if he's had a pet dinosaur for, like, the past, you know, 25 years, to be honest with you. Yeah. Like, I that honestly would not shock me. If he's a rich, eccentric guy who has a lot of money, a lot of property, and is reclusive, you, if you told me, oh, yeah, he's had a pet dinosaur, but only, like, five people ever visited him, so nobody knew, I, I could yeah. take it. See, um, I keep yeah. saying all these worries I have, and you guys keep coming back with things that actually sound so hype. <laughs> well, I think that's, that's part of the thing with Jurassic Park is seeing the dinosaurs in places like the raptors in the kitchen, or yeah. when it's the the Triceratops plowing through the, the the camp and the camp being destroyed in the Lost World. It's less about having them doing Godzilla stuff and more about them having in sort of more nuanced situations. Exactly. Now, I think what what the key difference there though is you know the dinosaurs didn't choose to go to mainland the dinosaurs were born and bred on this island and then people built like facilities so technically it's like they built a kitchen in the territory of a velociraptor yeah, yeah. Of course. and that's what and you know it's not like the velociraptor got loose in colorado and then you know found the nearest city and decided to go hunt there because that does not make sense no. you know I might, my point was more like i don't mind if he's got a dinosaur in his mansion and there's like a little set piece or something in the mansion yeah. of this what, a raptor or whatever he's got, let's say. But yeah, as long as it's not walking down, like, let's say, London Street and it's a Brachiosaurus, you know, that's just, a, yeah, exactly. that's just a bit absurd. Yeah, we don't need to go dinosaurs invade man. We, we've mainland, done that. Already, nor do we need to so... go, yeah, and we don't need to go post apocalyptic. Like, honestly, like, like, I always thought it would be cool if uh, Engine had other facilities and other locations of the world. Maybe they weren't open yet, but uh, maybe there was going to be, like, Jurassic World. Uh, in the Congo or Tanzania um, or Jurassic World in Siberia. Um, these very, very remote locations that you can build a... Um, I mean, I wouldn't recommend doing that because if the dinosaurs got free, they could ravage the natural ecosystem. But uh, th- that's a very big theme of these movies and you know, mankind's arrogance thinking they can control these situations. And that I can handle. Is dinos- there's, there's not enough dinosaurs for there to be like a huge global impact. Though. There's like maybe four or five dinosaurs per Glo- species, right? Global- there's one raptor in this movie, probably, right? Global impact immediately? No. But I mean, if you had wild pop, if, like, if you had like a pack of velociraptors that are breeding, get loose, um, the impact wouldn't be immediate. But if they continued to breed and continued to spread, it would. I mean, think of invasive species, how just turtles or snakehead fish, like, you know. Apparently, you know, one one got loose, pregnant in, you know, these locations, and then years and years later, they've become a massive problem. They've killed off a ton of the other local um, wildlife. Because That's they, a good point. You know, so I, I, I could see that. I know they explain this in The Lost World, but what about the lysine contingency? That's the other thing. Because lysine, I don't, it's not, like, rich everywhere, surely. Mm, so they, mm, they, in theory, couldn't spread everywhere? Uh, well, the other thing I could think of is... Is are the ones that were bred in the wild? Are they actually deficient in lysine? Like, do they actually have that deficiency, or was it only the uh, ones that Wu created? They never expected them to be able to breed, so it's very possible that you know when they began to breed, that actually just bred out that deficiency anyhow. So it might have only been applicable to like the first generation, first generation dinosaurs. Okay, that's possible. All right, all right, I'll buy that, Chris. I mean, I, I really don't know. And also, the other expert, question... Man, you're the expert, I, It's a lot of unknowns. It's just yeah, a lot well, of kind of... It's, but it's with together. Rexy. Like, I don't like calling her Rexy, but it's just... I don't like that name, name at all. name that people come up with. Um, 
It's with the original Rex. How is she still alive? Yeah, I... because she looks cool, bro. That's why. I mean, I I'm mean... totally down with it, but it just—it's kind of like thinking, wait, shouldn't she have died like 19 years ago? Well, I guess it's the same concept, you know. The herbivores were eating the lysine-rich plants, and she was eating them, and possibly. Well, that like, it... <sighs> yeah, okay, all right. I mean, think of this: if even if like a brachiosaur died of old age or disease, she could just sit there and scavenge its uh, carcass for a while. That would yeah, probably yeah. feed her for a good while. Um, and then if she needed to hunt, there were the small dinosaurs like the Gallimimus, which probably bred fast enough to actually support one Tyrannosaur on the island. For sure, yeah. Um, so, I, yeah, I mean, I think that's probably how she survived. Um, or, hell, maybe Wu's lysing um, deficiency just didn't yeah. work. Well, maybe now that, yeah, maybe because he's, like, kind of the antagonist, let's say, of... Because, you know, Vince Onofrio's dead. Um, because he's, like, probably the antagonist. He could have made it all up. Because he I, didn't specify what was in the the Indominus either, so he, it could all be, you know. It could have been. Mind that. I, I wouldn't I, mind that. Although I think he seemed more genuine uh, during the events of Jurassic Park. Um, I, I would be very surprised to hear that he like lied about the Lysine uh, contingency. But we don't know what was happening behind the scenes, though, so he, he might just put on a face for the uh, the tourists. But, you know. Mm. They could explore this later on, like, oh, I never liked him, and I always went back behind his back with uh, Mr. John Locke, whatever his name is, you know? Yeah. Ben, we can, we can go Lockwood. deep with some backstory in this movie, I'm very that's, excited for that. that. That's similar with the books as well, is that he's like, we was very much like, oh, we could make them look however we, however we want them to. Like, we could, you know, give them feathers, give them not feathers, we yeah. could make, them, they, make their skin change colour. Uh, and Hammond's like, no, they have to be accurate. And he's like, yeah, but what if accurate is not what people want? Yeah, yeah. You know, no, I that, mean... That whole plot. I think that, you know, it's funny, is I really do feel like, um, <laughs> I feel like the filmmakers have become Dr. Wu in terms of some of the dinosaur designs. Now, I'm all for not changing the classic dinosaur designs, but when oh, it comes sure. when it comes to them, like, insisting on even making the new dinosaurs look retro, even, like, the brand new bred ones, like, I sort of feel like they are Wu, because they go, oh, audiences don't want this, and all I think is, you don't know that until you actually put that artwork out there. Um, even for one dinosaur species, you know, if we have um, Pachycephalosaurus and Stigimulic, what's um, stopping us from having a cousin Galliamimus species with um, some feathers? Yeah. Uh, it's not going to detract from the movie. Uh, as long as you don't have it replace the old one, um, then I don't see any issue with it. And it gives you some cool visual variety. I would take it fantasy style with the designs, though. Like, take the real thing and then explore what you can do with plumage. Do some weird stuff. Like the Dilophosaurus frill. Imagine dinosaurs that do have feathers or have like eye spots in their wings. Weird stuff. Yeah, like there was um there was a Velociraptor in a TV show called Primeval that had sort of almost like proto feathers on it, and whenever it was about to attack, they'd always stick up and like shuffle, and it looked really intimidating. Yeah, you can do, but they never cool use stuff like, like that. Yeah, you can do cool. Th I think it offers like a whole new realm. Um, uh, as like an artist, I think it gives them a whole new realm to explore. Um, behaviors of these animals and the visual depiction of them like it's not just about accuracy i think it ex explores a whole new like it opens up a whole new visual chapter which could be cool it could be dumb looking because there's plenty of uh feathered dinosaur rec recreations that uh recreations that look really silly but uh there are also ones that aren't that silly and they look quite interesting almost like something like out of a fantasy world though speaking of fantasy guys let's wrap up this uh news topic of which is very good for us, very good speculation. Uh, the Jurassic World logo, no Fallen Kingdom on it, from what I can see. Exactly. Now, what's interesting, though, is you do see that it is the Fallen Kingdom logo minus the text. Yep. So that is the brand-new logo. The texture is the same. The color is the same. That is different than the Jurassic World logo. And it even has the cracks that are seen on the Fallen Kingdom logo. What if this was created before the title was created, and this is like a little bit of a mock-up, if you will? I don't think so. I think that they're just going to... They're, they're Jurassic World is the brand in the franchise now. Mm -hmm. So if these stay on shelves after Fallen Kingdom is out, they still remain modern. They still rem remain timeless. So yeah. it, it's it's bringing in the key art of Fallen Kingdom, sure. but it's meant to encompass the entire brand, if that makes sense. Um, Star like sense. The, the subtitle overcomplicates it a bit as well. Uh -huh. So if you're trying to sell marshmallows, you don't want to add that extra bit to it. Sure. Exactly. Like, you don't need Jurassic World. I don't... Oh, well, he wants Jurassic World marshmallows, not Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom marshmallows. What's that? No, yeah. It's just... Now, on the back of these packages, you might have, like, a logo that says, like, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, now in theaters. And that's how it's going to be integrated. Um, Star Wars is doing the same thing, actually, with the Hasbro toys. 
Have you noticed that the there's no exactly there's no the last Jedi on the last Jedi toys. It's just the it the logo is now red, like the last Jedi. The Star Wars logo is red, uh, and it's using just key art that sort of feels like the last Jedi, but it just says Star Wars. Okay, and I like this trend. Then it's a good trend. Makes it sense. is. I think it looks. I think it looks great. I think putting Fallen Kingdom on um like the front of an ice cream package is a sort of funky. Uh, because then it feels like it's not Jurassic World brand ice cream, it's ice cream adver advertising, like, it's ice cream advertising a movie. And that's sure, sort of sure. the difference, right? This is supposed to be the brand presenting the product, rather than the product presenting the movie. And that's sort of why it works that way. Okay, I like this. Very good. Um, and I, I noticed some people were like, uh, in some of our comments, they're like, oh, this is clearly not Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, it doesn't say Fallen Kingdom. Um, and I'm like, you know, like, oh, the volcano means nothing. You can find images of volcanoes on Google. <laughs> the volcano means nothing. And I'm like, I'm like, okay. I mean, the volcano has. I mean, Frank Marshall came out and said, "Hey, Jurassic yeah, there's World a volcano Fallen. in this movie. It's yeah. quite official. It's quite a big part of the film. The plot. It's such yeah, a, pretty much. It. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's a weird way that they've gone about advertising this. It's very strange the way they're doing it. Like that, we don't even have like a uh, log line for the plot, and yet Frank Marshall has come out and said. Volcanoes in the movie, and now we've got chicken nuggets with an erupting volcano and a T-Rex. Um, yeah, it's... Uh, Universal haven't been doing a stellar job with... Because I don't think they quite understand how important it is, maybe. Uh, you know, like, uh, Star Wars and... Uh, like you, I Chris, think you they always, understand. You always mention the art book, the, how there is no yeah. art book for Jurassic World, but there's one for Kong Skull Island. Like, Yeah, exactly. Really? I, I think it's the case of, like, as a corporation individually they understand but as a corporation they're not structured in a way that they can easily make these things happen and i think it's also like one hand not talking to the next like yeah. uh with jurassic world one of the things that happened is um a lot of people in the company were under the impression they put out a press release about isla nublar returning um well before filming started because they put one together but it just never went out for whatever reason someone decided not to put it out um and there's, like, a lot of weird things like that where, like, so one department thinks this is out there, the other department doesn't. Um, we never even had official cast uh, announcements for Jurassic World. At least with Fallen Kingdom, they've acknowledged it. Um, you know, it just was like, oh, yeah, these trades say this guy is the top actor in contention for the role, and then the movie's filming, and that's it. You know, there yeah. was never really any acknowledgement from that until you see the trailer, and you're like, oh, yeah, I guess he is in the movie. And, like, we knew as fans, but it was sort of... The, the message was a little bit muddied and I think that they're getting better at that but I don't think I think that they have just a huge huge leaps and bounds to go to like really get on like a marketing level that is fun yeah. not not only or, informative it needs to be informative but it needs to be fun and interactive for fans and casual fans alike like you really need to engage you need those calls to action um, for sure and I think that they they understand that but I don't think they're right at the level to do it yet yeah well I think it's another thing like I said earlier that they probably didn't think Jurassic World was going to be all that massive yeah. and then it was like the highest opening weekend of a film ever and they were probably like <laughs> oh damn oh, that, yeah. you know we could act, maybe we should you know focus on this a bit more and now they're probably more trying to adjust. I, I imagine that it'll probably gear up a bit more when the actual close to the film because we're still what yeah, when we, eight, when eight we months the, away yeah when we get the trailer in November I think that it's going to start a marketing blitz for sure I think that that's just gonna things are gonna go nuts uh, then. I'm tempted not to watch trailers or anything because no. I, I've wanted I'm to go you, like because I remember not watching all of the Force Awakens trailers and people going, oh the last trailer's amazing you have to and so I watched it and now I feel like I shouldn't have. Like it was amazing when you watch but then you see the film you're like okay I've, I've pieced this all together. Yeah, the Force Awakens. I feel sorry was for you guys especially because you, re World. you report on this stuff and so yeah. you sort of have to. It's tough. Like the things. Especially because there are things that I necessarily like, like say some of the bigger leaks. There are things that I necessarily wouldn't want to see, but they end up in my email inbox anyways, and we don't cover it. But like, I saw yeah. it or I read it, and it's like the end of reading it is too. Late. I'm like, okay, can I forget this? I'm like, I don't think I can forget this. <laughs> um, and so taking a step back real quick, right before we close away from this uh, merchandising uh, thing. I saw some speculation. People are thinking that a T-Rex and Triceratops might fight because of the chicken nuggets. 
how the uh, chicken nuggets have a T-Rex <laughs> and Triceratops chicken fun. nugget facing each other. Country and chicken nuggets confirmed it. And they're both on the package. I mean... Mom, the, da- the T-Rex is going to fight the Triceratops. Well, how do you know? The chicken nuggets told me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I would I would like to see that. That That is sort of like an iconic thing um, that the movies have never done. But Yeah, I mean, I, it's... it's well, because uh, anybody that knows dinosaurs knows that they existed at the same time and place, so it makes sense, and people know about it, I think. Yeah. So it would make sense then to do it. Yeah, and it's you know it's sort of like a pop culture thing, like having a T-Rex and Triceratops square off. And it was ob- it was in uh, Jurassic Park, the game by uh, Telltale. Telltale. It was yeah, actually pretty cool, that. It was pretty cool. That was like one of the cool parts of the game. That game... And then it was all downhill from there. Uh, that game had a lot of cool <laughs> concepts, but the execution was so... Ugh. I think it was just before Telltale got the game together. Yeah. Right before Walking Dead. It, it's unfortunate because all their games after that are just so freaking good. They're perfection. They're literally yeah. Perfection. It's like, man, Jurassic Park, it, it got it kind of got Why screwed Why did it have there. to be the guinea pig one? Yeah, exactly. Speaking of, uh, you know, we were talking about box office a little bit before this. Uh, it's a quick little uh, news article from Forbes, Scott Mendelson. Um, he, he's stating or predicting that uh, Jurassic World will probably be, probably be the highest grossing movie of summer 2018, if not the year, so... It will little, definitely be the highest yeah. grossing movie of the summer. I'd be very surprised to hear that. It, uh, well, to learn that it's not. Han I mean, Solo is gonna... coming out in May, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, so but, far. But I mean, then again, there's. Change, isn't it? I don't think that will do as well as maybe they're hoping it will. Yeah, I, I think he'll probably do Rogue One levels. Um, yeah, probably less than even that because Rogue One yeah. has. Yeah, you know, it's more. There's a lot of intrigue behind know. Rogue One, and I feel like with the Han Solo film, it's a bit more like we we don't want this. Plus, I mean, who my, wants a Han Solo? My who hope exactly, exactly. I don't want Han Solo recasted. I mean, I'm going to give it a chance. I just think it's a bad idea, and I think that there were other stories they could have told. Um, yeah, well, not but, only that, the whole the, the the just the the whole behind the scenes. Eh? Yeah, yeah it's but been I'm gonna a, give it. I'm gonna give show. it a chance. I'm sure that it'll have of some course. cool cool ideas. Well, I think um, all of us will. But my oh, hope... Danny Glover. Oh, my... No, Donald Glover as Han Solo. Uh, Lando? That's yeah. Wait, perfection. what? <laughs> yeah, Donald Glover. Oh, wait. Donald Glover as Han Solo? What? I mean, oh, shit. As Lando. As Lando. As Lando. <laughs> um, uh, no, I mean, I, I, my interest, though, in the spinoff movies has depleted because I really didn't enjoy Rogue hey. One. Um, hey. Hey. I, I really did not like Rogue Chris, One at all. Chris, Chris, Super no. generic. Um, no. <gasps> but... No, Chris... But I, I, I'm still interested in them. I okay. just Obi Wan, bro. Obi Wan. I just think that they, I don't, I don't know. They need we'll to see. go. Obi Wan, I'm excited for. Although I'm excited this yes. isn't a Star Wars podcast. Correct. Correct. I wish it was. <laughs> though. I wish it was. So we should do another one to do it. Stars. Do Star Wars. <laughs> so yeah. Anyhow, uh, closing off. So there's the broken gyrosphere. We have it confirmed that Blue is returning. There's a Triceratops and her baby. There's the Pteranodon from Jurassic World. I'm. Yeah. I would be happy never to see them again. Maybe like the yep. volcano erupt and we'll see the whole flock of them burn up in the sky, and that will be that. <laughs> like savage. If Jurassic like, Park three has one thing, it's the pteranodon. I think the Lost World has better pteranodons, but I do like the Jurassic Park three. Pteranodons. Yeah, uh, the Lost World one's a bit more classic looking. It's so um, it's so majestic. The Lost World one. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, and then otherwise, there's that one picture of Blue with the helicopter flying behind her. Um, but if you look at those pictures of Blue on the soap. That's where I said you see sort of like it's beautiful green grass and green mountains and blue sky, but you see that sort of orangish haze. And I kind of feel like that might be the look of the movie. Like it starts out really green and blue, the haze sets in, and the sky gets dark, and then it erupts. I think that that could really um, build the volcano. Like it slowly becomes more and more tense, and it probably just looks like an insane forest fire by the uh, end of it. I'm looking forward to seeing how that's visually depicted. Well, hello there. I hear you're a fan of dinosaurs and Jurassic Park. Well, check this out. Audible has got a deal that is perfect for you. Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial for you to check out their great service. Since Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom is coming out next year, why not go back and listen to the first Jurassic Park novel written by Michael Crichton on audiobook? Or, if you're interested in something brand new, why not go check out Michael Crichton's novel Dragon Teeth? Hey, you might even be interested in something brand new. Why not go check out Lean In by Sheryl Sandberg? To download your free audiobook trial today, go to audibletrial.com slash in general. Again, that is audibletrial.com slash in general for your free audiobook. One more time, why not? Audibletrial.com slash I-N-G-E-N-E-R-A-L. Thank you, Audible. We love you.
Guys, speaking of visually depicted things, LEGO did a very good job visually depicting some sets from 2015 Jurassic World. And guess what? They're doing it again with 10 more sets for The Fallen Kingdom, a.k.a. Oh. Fallon's Kingdom. Jimmy Fallon's Kingdom. Jimmy Fallon's Kingdom. So, um, <laughs> I just realized the, uh, the, the post that we've uh, embedded... Instagram post is gone. Eh? Yeah, um, <laughs> that's weird. They didn't email us about it though, so that's okay. Um, number one fans. Well, it would have been Lego, not Universal in this case. Whoops, not number one fans. Um, so anyhow, there were in their catalog. There was an image that you know it said Jurassic World. It had it had the same logo that's actually on this merchandise, where it doesn't say Fallen Kingdom, but it is the Fallen Kingdom logo. And it was said you know placeholder or whatever. Um, but there are five sets. So there are five standard Lego sets, um, three Lego Junior sets, and then two Duplo sets. Um, What's a Duplo for people not... Duplo is preschool. So they're very big blocks, and they're a completely different art style than Lego. Um, if you step on them, you don't die. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but Lego Junior, they are the same art style as Lego. They are compatible with Lego. Um, so you wouldn't necessarily visually notice a difference. They just tend to use bigger pre-made prefabricated pieces and oh, okay. uh they're made to be like a more simple construction experience so if you're a fan of this for the set like these sets like i was in uh, 2015 you're gonna want to buy the uh, junior sets then yeah yeah you're gonna want to buy the junior sets they'll probably do more they'll probably have more basic experiences like a vehicle um maybe one that's a little less you know involved and lar like large um but yeah no i mean i think that we're gonna get at least eight sets that are uh, like the regular Lego art style. I think that that's pretty exciting. And there might be more, assuming that there are retailer exclusives, which I do think is happening. Also, the wallet is gonna hurt, because yeah. my wallet was hurting after the Lego sets came out, because I bought every single one of them. Dude, man. But it's an investment, because they're all worth more than I paid. They are so. worth more now. <laughs> no, I, Lego goes up more than the price of gold most of the time. Yeah. Yep, it's a good... It's, Kids, if you're listening up, tell your mom and dad to buy you some uh, Lego my, nuts and gold. My mum's work colleagues do that. They don't even like Lego. They just go and buy they the sets, them. keep them in the box, stick them in their attic, and then just wait a few years. I, I love that, dude. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm tempted, but I always open it. Oh, man. I open mine, too, but they're still worth a lot. So it's like you can have fun with it for a bit, build it up, put it away, and yeah. sell it for big boy bunny. I'm just hoping I can sell the bits that I don't want and keep just the raptor figures, because... Those are the best parts of it, in my opinion. Oh, those figures are great, dude. They're amazing. Yeah. So For years we've wanted like proper dinosaur Lego. Yeah, it happened. I hope that we get um, the Jurassic World Lego. They didn't really give a lot of species of dinosaur, especially from ones in the movie. So I hope that uh, with Fallen Kingdom we get a wider variety of species, even yeah. if they like maybe sell individual minifigure packs separately. Yeah, um, it's interesting because there's there's more species in. Uh, the the game the Lego Jurassic World yeah. game there's Ankylosaurus uh, there's the Triceratops um, and, they, uh, they and actually, the Spinosaurus and the you know all these ones that aren't actual Lego sets yet they did a better job uh, depicting their visual uh, look also yeah in the game like they they did a really good job with some of the visuals uh, of the uh, dinosaurs like they're like sort of as film accurate as they get which is weird because like uh, Lego Jurassic World the Indominus Escape they just used generic uh, Lego dinosaur skins for a lot of the dinosaurs. Like, even yeah. though they had accurate skins for the movies, they didn't use them in that. And I, I just always found that a little strange. Um, oh, wait. Uh, Chris, wasn't there supposed to be, like, some sort of classic Jurassic line with, like, new Lego? What happened to that? I, I have no idea what's going on with the Lego stuff. Uh, I don't know Damn if it. Lego has a Jurassic World Legacy collection. Mattel does have a Jurassic World Legacy collection. I, know, I do not believe it's coming out in January anymore. Um, oh no, I, what happened? I believe it's been delayed a little bit, but that's, you know, it's not going to be like a huge delay. Like, I don't think you're going to have to wait a year or anything. It'll probably just come out later, probably closer to Fallen Kingdom. Um, but otherwise, yeah. Uh, yeah, then there's the Jurassic World, the Legacy Collection, which is uh, based on all the previous films. And, uh, oh boy. It's going to kick off, I think, more focused on Jurassic Park and then start hitting the other films as well. But uh, yeah, your wallets are gonna hurt. My student As for loans Lego, are not gonna be spelt properly on what it should be spent on. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. As for Lego, my guess for the sets that we're getting is I'm assuming the largest one will be like a big volcano playset or something like that. That would be cool. Or Lockwood. 
with the auction. Well, you never know. If that is a thing, I really assuming, don't know. Assuming it's going to happen. Assuming, of course. Lockwood, Lockwood's Manor does look very cool from that one set picture we have where the totally. girl is standing in the hall. Um, I imagine those bunkers we saw in Hawaii, I imagine one of those will be turned into a Lego set. Oh, and the gyrosphere has to come back because we love gyrospheres. Yeah, I think the gyrosphere will be included in that set. Um, but this is just guessing. Like, this is honestly not based off of anything. No I'm just taking a guess. Information here. But, uh, yeah, no, so I think we'll get a Volcano playset, a Bunker playset, maybe a Lockwood Manor playset, and the rest, I really don't know. A helicopter one. Maybe we'll actually get a Mosasaur this time? I don't know. Ooh, submarine Mosasaur set. That would be cool. You see, that exists in the game. So they, I, I, they might just have all these models ready. I mean, at the very least, them. they have 3D models of them that they can just 3D print a prototype oh, and then put it into plastic from there. Yeah, I mean, hopefully. Yeah. Guys, the most important question regarding LEGO is, forget the dinosaurs, forget the sets, are we getting a Jeff LEGO Goldblum? Ian Malcolm? Yes, yes, of course we are. It, I don't know. Yes, of course, we gotta have it. I hope that we get multiples. Like, I hope that there's, like, one in one outfit and then one in another outfit or something like that. I just... Yes. You mean I, like an island well, if they're doing the old films as well, they'll have Lost World, Malcolm, uh, That's Jurassic true. Malcolm. I, I wonder wish. if they're going to wait. I don't know. Like, I do hope that LEGO has a legacy collection coming out, but I really don't know. I, I really am not sure why they haven't already started doing Jurassic Park sets. Yeah, but, uh, it's They did it for um, Indiana Jones. Yeah, uh, it's When it's Crystal Skull was coming out, they had all the sets from all the other films. Really? Yeah, they had... Yeah, the oh they had all sorts they had the Anubis you were there with the Ark of the Covenant it's found they had that which you know is Raiders Temple of Doom yeah I think they had a Temple of Doom I'm, I'm, oh, I'm I gotta go buy now. it now it cost you a lot oh yeah with the investment probably with the way the prices are going up I'd probably pay it though because I love that movie guys speaking of movies um and you know I heard there's a new Jurassic movie coming out yeah I heard and you know how sometimes movies start I mean they all all movies start most movies end I think mm-hmm. I think this is a pretty good spot to uh, to, to end. end this movie podcast I, th- I think I think so does anyone have any last minute thoughts hopes or uh, comments they want to throw in before we close out can I plug myself yeah go yes. ahead please perfect uh, if anybody found me mildly interesting you can find me on Twitter at uh, alpha as alfa underscore underscore 101 um, other than that I have you can't find me anywhere I'm a ghost <laughs> away Jurassic oh, what the hell are we called in general podcast I almost forgot what we were called yeah thanks for listening <laughs> to the Outpost podcast <laughs> thanks for listening to the in general podcast by Jurassic Chris Outpost. absolute pleasure yes thank you Alpha Chris you anything think? for yourself any last statements um, I really hope that we get some promotional stills from, from Jurassic World this month I think this month would be a good month to get like a still or two. Next month, some sort of tease, and then uh, November is when we get the trailer. So that's it, guys. That Thank is said with confidence. No worries. Thanks for having me. We want to have you back soon. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> All right. Hey, thanks for listening. And uh, as always, hey, like and subscribe to us on uh, iTunes, and please leave a comment, a review. All that stuff really helps us out. And yes, please subscribe, guys. Go on your phones, hit that subscribe button, the big fat subscribe button. Give it a slap with your thumb, and uh, go, then you can go to audibletrial.com/slash/in-general and yeah. uh, get a free audiobook. Exactly. Be sure to do that. Um, and otherwise, just let us know what you want to hear from the podcasts. And thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.